From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of August 16, 2011. I'm John Magi, and I'll be your host this week, and I am joined by Teresa Eccles, Kathy Whirling, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close. Max, the intern's running around here somewhere, feeding munchkin holes to Grace or Stella. <laughs> Which one is it? Stella. Stella. Um, in case you're wondering, Pete and Walter have just finished up a Disney Cruise Line Alaska vacation, and they are getting off the boat as we speak and whisking their way back to Orlando. So they'll be joining us again next week uh, for the show. For this segment, Kathy Whirling is going to tell us about the newly reopened Enchanted Tiki Room at Walt Disney World in the Magic Kingdom. This seemed fast to me. It seems like they turned this over pretty quick, didn't the they did. fire happen recently? Happened back in January. So they they did they did do it fast, but if you walk inside, you'd never know there had been a fire. I mean, they they changed some things, but like it looks like how it looked before the fire as far as like like you couldn't see like a new piece of the like the thatching or anything in there it's like they spiffed it up i've never been so happy about a fire (laughs) (laughs) so it's like everything looks like it was put in at the same time not like oh look there's a board that's been replaced okay what you're saying yeah they really they really knocked themselves out i think on this one and it 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 seemed to be we got there i was there at at nine o'clock and there was about a dozen of us that were there at 9, and it opens at 10. And by the time 10 o'clock came, there was a very long line of people trying to get into the Enchanted Tiki Room. Hmm. This, Of all the things that I've ever covered, this seems to be the, the one attraction that, like, the, the old-timey Disney fan that was sitting there going, well, I remember when they had this, and I remember when it was like this, and, you know, like, they knew the words, and they knew everything. And I was sort of, like, at a loss because I didn't get to Disney till the middle 90s. So I didn't see the original at Disney World. I've seen it at Disneyland. But it's not like I paid attention between the the two so i i did a little bit of uh research on this but everybody in the crowd was just oh it was like an old friend came back and at the end of the show they gave it a standing ovation and the only other time that i've ever seen them do that was in soaring that everybody really did like what they did and and wait people stood up in soaring and gave it a standing ovation the first couple times I did now everybody still claps when I go on soaring, but not it's like that. Could you fall forward and die in soaring if you do? <laughs> well, not stand up, but as you're coming back, you know everybody's clapping as they come back. Sitting ovation. I was just going to say, Kathy, yes. the standing up part is part of leaving. <laughs> no, this is right. No, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, um, I want to start off with I, I did get to meet two of our podcast listeners as I was over at the park yesterday. I was putting pictures up on Facebook and there was somebody by the name of Ramon there and he goes, I'm here too. So using Facebook, I'm like, well, where are you? And a couple minutes later, Ramon walked up to me and he goes, oh, well, I had to look your picture up on Facebook and he walked over to me. So I thought that was sort of cool. I got to meet Ramon and then I got to meet Gabrielle as we were walking out of the park and she was so excited to see me and she's like, Kathy. I'm like, 
Like, who, who knows that I'm over here? And she introduced me to the family and everything. And I went, I didn't catch your name, but we did the whole picture thing. And so thank you both. I'm glad I got to meet a couple of our listeners. But anyway, so back to the Tiki Room. All I could compare it to was the old version. But everybody around me is there like, oh, look, it's the old pre-show. It's the pre-show from 1971. It's from the original one that when it was called the Tropical Serenade in 1971 when it first opened. And by pre-show, are you talking about the outside queue pre-show or is this? The outside pre-show. It used to have Phil Hartman and right. they did a bunch of, you know, William Morris jokes and stuff. They, they took that away, but it's now the original pre-show. Uh, the, the two guys that do the talking are Dallas McKinnon, and he's the guy that says it's the wildest ride in the West when you get on Big Thunder Mountain. Oh. And Sebastian Cabot, who did... Oh, he was Mr. French oh. in Family yes. Affair. Yes, and I'm, I, when I looked this up, nobody said Mr. French, but he was also the narrator in the original Winnie the Pooh movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. Aww. But they, the two birds, like, tell jokes, and everybody just sort of stood there and like looked at each other so that part wasn't and they have a cast member that you know that feeds them some lame line that wasn't very well rehearsed yesterday so that they could sort of get rid of but would you hire a male nanny named mr french (laughs) (laughs) the kids were named like bucky and sissy or what what were their names buffy and sissy Sissy, not bucky and jody buffy and jody were the twins and sissy was the older sister mr french was there before he brought the children into the show. Right, he was the his, he was um, the butler, Uncle Bill's butler. Not that I ever watched the show, but how many people were there, Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> did, did you count? That was throwing it back to Kathy. Well, actually, you used to be able to load four hundred people into the room, but now they've they've changed it due to fire rules. Hmm. So now oh, only hundred only one hundred and sixty can go in. That sounds a little more reasonable. And do you think 400 could fit in there last I don't time? think so. Really? I don't know about Well, that. when we got in, obviously they, they must have only let in 160. And our group was so used to, you know, like file to the end of the row. There was like maybe five of us in our row, and the row went, you know, like went down and turned the corner. And there was wow. nobody in that row. And outside, they've like closed off the back row so that nobody can get in there. So there's like three rows. The first row is for anybody needing, you know, special assistance to get to their seat. So you have, like, two rows. No matter where you sit in the room, you have a good view. I didn't take a lot of pictures because I wanted to experience it for myself because I knew people were going to ask me about it. But when you walk in, it's like it's a whole new attraction because everything looks so nice and fresh. And the four birds, you know, that, that sit up there, they look like they've been replaced or they cleaned their feathers or did something. But I'm sure we'll those say. of us <laughs> those of us who went on the ABD tour got to see the little bird in a gilded cage out in the archives, out in Disneyland. In Disneyland. But I didn't know until I was doing my research, there's actually two of those. The other one's in the Dream Suite. They said that the other one was in um, One Man's Dream. So I'm like, I saw it in the dream suite. They played it for us. (laughs) Well, then obviously, then there's more than two. I think the one in the dream suite is a recreation. Yeah. Okay. 
So there's a little bit of, but that's what inspired it. And and if you're a, a, a Disney fan, this to me like says Disney. This was the first show that was created that used, you know, the audio animatronics that for all the, I, I remarked to Ramon as we were sitting there that all the people with their technology, their digital cameras and everything else in the room, this was pure and simple Disney. This was the beginning that if you want to see like where Disney's like come from, this is the thing to see. And this now isn't the place you would go to like take a nap. This is something you'd want to go see. It was nice. And a lot of people remarked that it was like Disney listened, that they realized that the under new management version just didn't do it for people. Without giving too much away, tell us a little bit about how the story progresses now, if it's not that under new management thing. It's it's just an, a nice little story. It's 90% of what, if you've seen the one out in Disneyland, it's 90% of what that one is like. They've cut a little bit out here just to have shorter, like a shorter running time, I guess, to get more people through. But they have the birds and the birds are singing and they used to have a fountain that comes up while well, they they now have the this like... An upside down tree or whatever that the birds come down out of the ceiling. So the fountain doesn't come up anymore? No, the fountain doesn't come up anymore. And the birds sing. And it's just a very nice, gentle little thing. It's the uh, let's all sing like birdie sing song? Yes. Okay. And here, the ending tweet, is a little... Tweet, tweet, yeah. Tweet. The, click, click, <laughs> click, click. Here, the, where I wrote that down. Um, Do the tiki's along the back wall still sing? Yes. And the part that I thought that was really cool was there's birds of paradise in all four corners, and the birds of paradise all sing. Those are my favorite. That's like at Disneyland, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was just so cool. And, like, the, the, the tiki's on the thing. There's, like, one that winks. And there's, you know, they, if you just look at it, it's another one of those things is when you first walk in, you don't realize that that's all animated, yeah, too. until they start to Until sing. they start doing it. And... The difference between here and out in Disneyland is in Disneyland, they do a little um, sing-along when they get to all, uh, let's all sing like the birdies sing. Mm-hmm. But here they don't do that. Here they just, you know, do the tweet, 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 tweet. It's kind of, to me, like a work of art. It is. It's, it is. It, it should be enjoyed as that. When it was new, it was breathtaking because no one expected though the tiki's on the wall to move mm-hmm. it was just it was all a big surprise i can remember seeing it in 1971 and thinking to myself that it was just the most amazing thing i had ever seen and yes i understand it was a simpler time technology was this was cutting edge technology at the time but it's like it, it's like looking at a piece of art on the wall it just it, it should be appreciated for what it is i i think that's the that's the feeling i got going yesterday because, you know, I had been there in the past, but I didn't realize all the stuff that's going on, like, around the room, because what was going on in front of me was, like, so jarring and, and screeching that you didn't have time to appreciate the little things. And one of the, the things that I thought was really cool is they have windows on each side of the room that when you go in, it looks like a sunny day. And then as you're sitting there, it starts to rain. Yeah. And again, the details that Disney puts into that, that you're there like, Wow. People go to 3D movies now. This was origin- like the, one of the original 3D entertainments. I think people are used to, especially when it was new, were used to sitting and looking at a show happening in front of you. This surrounded you. 
Yeah, I mean, everybody was just sort of like, in, and I was surprised how many people put down their cameras to watch this. I wouldn't think photos would come out all that well in there unless you have like what you and Corey have, like a really nice camera. But there was, there was a few people that were trying to do it with their movie camera, and again, you know, unless you have one of the better ones, it's probably not going to turn out. And I said, especially since this was the first time, I really wanted to see it. And the difference between here and there, and between here and Disneyland, is they cut out a minute of the Hawaiian war chant. Oh, the yeah, 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 and not that you would miss it. Yeah, that that gets annoying. Yeah. So they've done away with the Polynesian goddess who comes up. Polynesia. Polynesia. Yeah, see some of those those names I'm not She was the the, the tiki goddess that rose okay. up, up out of the middle, so they, yeah. she doesn't do that anymore. She doesn't do that anymore. Is there something in that place now or is it just No, have... you would never know. You just have the one that comes down out of the ceiling with the birds. birds. It, but if you look down at the floor, it looks like there's you know, like the floor has always been like so they've really redone it so that if you've never seen the old version you wouldn't know that you were missing anything. So, you know, I said that I, I really do think they, you know, if you're a, a purist, you're probably upset that they took a few things out as compared to the 71 version. But if you're like me that compared it to under new management, this one is way better. Yeah, if they really want to be perfect, they have to set up an orange juice stand outside where the orange bird is the logo. Yeah. That was right outside of... It, uh, the tiki birds and the little bird was made out of an orange they did bring the bird the, there is some of that bird merchandise you can get in the parks now but they need to bring it back but there was of course imagineers hanging around outside and the thing that i heard i think from almost everybody in the room is if they could fix this they need to work on stitch next they need to do something there because you know the imagineers obviously listened they brought back a classic, and there's nothing wrong with having a classic back in the park. They need to be, bring back the Country Bear Jamboree Christmas show. Now, see, I've never seen that either. Maybe whoever set this one on fire can move on to school. <laughs> I was going to ask if they knew what how it had caught on fire. No, I don't think nobody's ever said. Yeah, there's no been reports about it. But if you're looking, you know, for something new to do... Um, I'd actually be prepared for a wait, because while I was there, there was a long line. The nice part is a lot of that queue is under cover. Right. So you're not standing out in the blazing sun. And there's stuff to watch around there. Mm-hmm. There's Aladdin's Magic Hurl, mm-hmm. or whatever that's called. <laughs> Camel spitting on people. <laughs> I, I really can't wait to take Ferris and Finley. I think they'll they absolutely birds, yeah. love it. Oh, they'll love that. And there's music, and you're sitting down, and it's kind of a nice place to cool off. And there's so much to look at. It's, I said, you're just sitting there, and I'm sure that's one of those things that the more times you go back, the more little details. I said, after the first like five minutes, I just want to run out. It's another Sherman Brothers classic, the Tiki Tiki Tiki. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. We we don't we never miss it. It's never been my favorite, but you know what? I say it all the time. Something for everybody yeah, at Disney. Exactly. Right? Kristen Moffat. Some was people laughing hate Small World too. The whole that's a, that's time a we were in there at Disneyland, she would just look over at me and she would just crack up. I was like, I'm not doing anything. Julie doesn't like the clicking. It's all I can hear. Yeah. It kind of drives me a little nuts. Great. Thanks, Kathy. Thanks for taking one for the team and going checking out the Tiki Birds. That'll do it for this segment. 
Thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you listen to our next segment this week on the Diz Unplugged. Fingers crossed. You said I hope. <laughs>